Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now, one and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Um, I was working out. I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was telling him something that Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time. I heard him say it. He said, uh, I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a, like a, like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, and I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what, I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? I want to encourage everybody today to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities. Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, Try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact, that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that, misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. 
you know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss people, people, people just miss themselves to death. If you've been all them misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I'm telling you, man, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I could tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I could tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, and, but, but you know what, then here we go. See, we, see, see, you know, see, we don't, we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feel about them and she shouldn't have said this and she'll never get, I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business because I, I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, 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 uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about their Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God work in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I, wish, I, want, I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? 
You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a horn. That's an announcement. Royalty is into the building. The Kang is back. Truly, truly honored to be here today, wanting to give all of you credit for upholding the... Thank you, thank you, David. Wonderful, now. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're beginning it with a visit from the Earl of Ottingham. Truly, truly an honor to be here. Hello, hello, uh, young Thomas. Yes, good morning, Earl. Wonderful to have you here. Queen Carla, how are you, darling? Hey, Duke, how you doing? Wonderful. Her Majesty, Charlotte, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful Hello. to see you. Hello, Duke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Things are going quite well with me. I just wanted to say I listen to the show from abroad. Oh, I have the iHeart app. Nice. Oh. That's nice. Yes, and being the only black inside of Buckingham Palace, no one knows it, of course. Mm. I'm being quite quiet, you know, since the queen has left us. I'm sitting here hiding from the king. He doesn't know I'm here. I'm staying out the way because he's gotten rid of everyone. (laughs) Oh, my God. The new (laughs) king is deplorable. (laughs) (laughs) No idea why. Oh, my God. He's the most... Horrible, man. You've heard no stories of kindness coming from the palace since our wonderful queen passed away. Aww. Yeah. Well, well, Duke, do you get to watch TV over there? Did you watch the NAACP Image Awards? Do you get to look at all that kind of stuff? They don't have that here at the palace. No. No? Nothing at all concerning blacks. (laughs) What do you do for fun? I mean... There's no fun here in the palace. It's merely survival. I have a few friends. Ah, well, I have some blacks that I sneak into the palace at night. There's a tunnel (laughs) we have. (laughs) Straight from the royal kitchen, making sandwiches and grilling steaks and everything. We've been going on for quite some time. Uh, I have a get-together every Saturday night. (laughs) 
every week. <laughs> every Saturday. Cards, spades, Midwest, dominoes, a wonderful time. It's about there's about nine of us that get together every time. They don't even know I'm there. Nice. I'll tell you one thing, if the king finds out that deplorable that's man. It. That's, that's a, it. That's a Have you noticed you don't hear anything about the palace anymore? No. Nothing. It's quiet. Shut down. Quiet. All media credentials have been suspended. Oh. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't want anyone to know anything. He's over here just treating everyone horrible. <laughs> It's because of that book, huh? Prince Harry. Oh, it's that book. It's him, really. <laughs> Back to him. It's him and that god ugly woman. Oh, my Lord. Camilla. Oh, the nerve of you. This is Diana for that. That's no trade off at all. I just wanted to come in and say good morning to everyone. Have a great right, day on Earl. the show today. All of us. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to do a little lashing out this morning, Shirley. We're running that prank back. We are lashing out. This is for all the ladies that... The eyelashes are just a bit too long. Just a bit too long. If it's past your nose, uh, we're lashing out, okay? You we're lashing see. out. Let's go, Cap Dog. Hey, it's lashing out. How can we lash you out? Uh, I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Hey, listen, my name is Brian. My um, my wife, Jamie, come up Hi. there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh, who the, Who's the owner of this place? I, I am, Brian. What's going on? Okay. What's going on? You be you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place? I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black owned, women owned women owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there and then when she get back home, she got these thick ass eyelashes on and they long as hell. You know, I mean it's they these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This is a damn shame. You know, now I didn't told okay, her to take Brian, these. Brian, Say hold what? up, hold, hold up, Brian. Now I, I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure, probably that sounds familiar. But whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we, you know, we collaborate. But the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you well know? these are too. They too thick, and then and they too long. Your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, you, can you simmer down? Because I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You loud and screaming. All I'm saying is, if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm gonna come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. And I'm telling you the truth about that. You're not. What are you talking about? Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just. I'm coming up there if my wife come home with them thick ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it Ain't nothing wrong love. with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes and they too long. Well, That's the Why are you 
Why are you calling me with this? See, now I'm yelling. Because I'm calling because this is and where she got it? her eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the company? I ain't teacher? trying to sabotage somebody... nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and, and I will get you shut down if we, if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the south side. So, mother you need to back up because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. You're threatening my livelihood. You're threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife and you need to back the up. And I am sorry to curse. We try to keep it classic here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. Mother you need to back up. This is my job. And people have jobs. What are you doing? Threatening to come up here. I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come here, and we will not let your wife get her her, her eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my, is wife name? name is, my wife's name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay, it's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? It's I'm calling the people that, that put the, Why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We're going to tell her that to leave your ass, first of all. Second of all, I don't, I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding, okay? You are interrupting our grinding. And we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, you know what? You know what? I tell you what. I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll be up there. I'll be up there, and and I will bring somebody that will shut that. Somebody call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they three girls calling right now. So bring your little up here, mother. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring it up here. Well, let me ask you something. Is 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 Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? How, you know him, Carmen? It's, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where, is, where is Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. What? <laughs> what is going it's, on, it's, Carmen? Is she, is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What, is, what the <laughs> is going on? Y'all got me looking crazy at my Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, Nephew Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh my What's God, up, baby? You, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's up, girl? I'm just oh lashing God. out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. 
nephew Tommy, I was acting crazy. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. Always, forever. I love y'all. No need for a standing ovation. No need, no need at all, Shirley. I'm good. Take a bow. You good. Take a bow. Stick around. Another hour, I'll right. be more stupid. We know that for sure. All right, coming up next, it is Ask the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. Ask the CLO right after this. Hello. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis wants to oversee Disney World in his, quote, parental rights movement. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists has put together a crisis management team for this year's Oscars. And Essence announced its first <laughs> black women. Yeah, yeah, they won. <laughs> Any snafus this this year. Uh, Essence announces its first black women in Hollywood Awards show. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building. This one's from Roxy, Steve, in Oak Lawn. Roxy writes, I'm 40 and I'm planning to go on vacation in June to celebrate with friends. My husband keeps whining about me leaving the country, and he said married women don't need to take trips with other women. Is he right, or should I take my trip? Mm. I, don't, I don't make no Where did they get that law from? I don't know. I think married he made it up. Married women can't, shouldn't make trips with other women. It's called a girl's trip, man. You never, stop watching TV, though. Well, women women, women can actually go places and have a great time. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. He don't want her to go or something. I don't, I don't know what he's scared of. Unless he's equating it to what he would be doing if he was going to ah. That's the only thing that could be. And your yeah, wife living right. with the girls and have a good time. I say she should be able to go. I don't... I, I'm, how, how can you stop her? Because <laughs> let that. me know how to stop your wife from doing something. Please, write that book. I'm going to get caught. <laughs> Moving on to Carolyn and DC. I can't get mine to be quiet. <laughs> You're not her daddy. You're her husband. Carolyn I mean, I don't DC. care how. Shh, shh, I can't do that. She'll be out the country, call me. I'll be dead asleep, baby. I'm asleep. Yeah, I know. But listen to me. What I want you. Wait, no, Wake up and talk to me. Damn. That's crazy. You have no rights <laughs> as a husband. I thought you knew that. All right, moving on to Carolyn in DC. Said, uh, Carolyn writes, I have a rental home, and the lady that's renting it is sleeping with my ex husband. Oh, wait, she told say it me again. I have a rental home. This is from Carolyn in D.C. Uh She says, I have a rental home, and the lady that's renting it is sleeping with my ex-husband. She told me if it's a problem, she can move out. It doesn't bother me, but I told her that he's doing it to get back at me. Why can't she see that? Am I right or wrong? Mm. What, 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 What? What do you mean he's doing that to get back at you? Why can't she see that? This lady don't know you. Y'all wasn't friends or nothing. Mm-mm. She's renting your house. She's a it's renter. Bothering. It's bothering her. Yeah, and it's bothering her. He's doing that to get back at me. What What difference? Why did you even talk to this? You don't know this lady? 
She pay her rent. She's a renter. She ain't in there squatting. <laughs> right. She's paying rent. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't talk to this woman like that. You out of line. You you completely out of line. First of all, your ex-husband. Yeah. Secondly, your renter. Y'all ain't really connected. Except through this <laughs> monthly check. And if she's making her monthly check, all you can ask her for is, where's my rent? Why is it late? That's all you can do. Yeah. And, and she says it doesn't bother her, but clearly this bothers her. Clearly, oh. She wrote in. Yeah, clearly it does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why can't to... she see that? I know. <laughs> yeah, move out. That lady needs to move out. That's too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Shantae in Rock Hill. Shantae says, I've been sleeping with a neighbor and his wife answered his phone yesterday. I told her I needed him to do some painting. He's furious with me for not hanging up. When she answered, I thought I handled it right. So why is he so upset? Because his wife said, why is this heifer calling you? How she get your number? Mm. You ain't been painting. Now, the wife has you, lady, on the radar screen. See, you wasn't even on the screen a minute ago. Now you on the radar screen, because the wife, let me tell you something about wives. They don't forget nothing. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, Lord. Oh, no, Lord. They don't forget. And they don't erase no information. <laughs> a woman's mind is like cyberspace. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it's there forever. <laughs> 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 they can pull it up by pressing a button. Yep. Women are instant Google. Yes. Mm-hmm. They Google search. They Google map. They Google photos. Do yep. you tag? This woman can't surface nowhere. That number she called from, she done remembered that number. What her name was, she Uh done remembered that number. All of that. She remember what service she wanted. She want to know, that's why he furious. Uh That's exactly why he furious. Because now you on the radar screen. And you wasn't before. If you'd have just hung that damn phone up, talking about you need some paint. You don't need nothing. I'm sorry, I got the wrong number. Click. She had hung the phone up or not sleep with her neighbor's husband. Yeah. What? That well, that's help already happening, Shirley, so you can get off the little, uh, <laughs> you know, little bandwagon. That could help. That's going down. What you say, Shirley? Then we'll stay the obvious. Yes, yes. Come on. Loser. All right, last one, Steve. <laughs> last one. Rochelle in White Plains says, My husband and I have a 17-year-old daughter that has four tattoos. My husband condones it since he's a great tattoo freak, since he's a tattoo freak. I told him that um, I need to be consulted before she gets any more tattoos. He says I'm too negative. Is this crazy or what? Well, yeah, you late. Yeah, she got four. If you didn't get consulted after the first and then the second, because they see they go back and get these four tattoos in different trips. Yep. You know, that's normally how it's done. You get one, then you go, oh, I want to add this. You you don't just, I want four, put one. You know. (laughs) Not at one time, right? (laughs) You know, so. 
Yeah, I don't think they should have consulted them. As long as it ain't a face tattoo, just face. But ain't about what she ain't gonna have to talk to you about nothing in a minute. She already ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I could have done that at seventeen yeah. at all. No, oh, no. not at seventeen. Oh, no. no, at all. No. No, no piercings. No. no nothing. No. I but, told my son, "Hey man, don't come here with no tattoo, no piercings, nothing. Long as you live under this roof." His ass yeah. went to college and thought that qualified as not living under the roof. Well, so what happened? He got a whole sleeve tattoo. Oh, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. With a fish on it. Don't even know how to fish. (laughs) With a fish on it. You want your tattoo to match who you are? That's what you want, Steve? (laughs) Don't even like the fish. Don't know (laughs) man. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it's entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70. But it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, HIMSS is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments, all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Well, Governor Ron DeSantis has appointed a key figure in Florida's parental rights movement to the board that will oversee Disney's Orlando theme parks. 
DeSantis signed a bill on Monday that strips Disney of control over its special governing district and establishes a successor agency to handle zoning, fire service, infrastructure, and utilities at the parks and went on to record or and went on record saying the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end. He has appointed five members to the board of his newly named Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. At the signing ceremony that was held Monday, DeSantis attacked Disney World by accusing them of trying to inject a lot of the sexuality into the programming for kids. DeSantis said, quote, we want our kids to be kids. Those are not the values we want to promote in the state of Florida. Wow. All this going Sex- on in Florida. He, he- <laughs> He's worried about Disney World. Disney World. That's he, on your to-do to list as the governor. Yeah. But ain't this the same guy that wants to stop Black History? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Same yeah, ones. because it makes them uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same one. All, all of this the going on. Mm-hmm. Gun violence, mass shootings, yeah. all this, and you worried about Disney. I understand. I understand the thing about the values of the kids and stuff like this. I think that we need to. Um, uh, well, no, let me not say that. Keep your job, Steve. Go ahead, Shirley. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll we're going to just move on. We're in the middle of awards season. We know that. The SAG Awards and the NAACP Image Awards just passed. And not this Sunday, not this Sunday, but next, March 12th, we have the Oscars coming up. Okay? We all remember what happened at the Oscars last year. We can't forget, and they won't let us forget, Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock on national television. We all remember that. Ooh, that was crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It was like, crazy. <laughs> so did it. He did so it, did he, Tommy? We thought it was a skit. We didn't even believe it was real at the time. Well, 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 the Academy is making sure that nothing like that goes wrong this year because they have put together, now get this, they put together a squad of response professionals to immediately go into action if anything goes wrong at this year's show. All right? So they got slap security. Is what uh-huh. Basically. <laughs> basically. They got, they got <laughs> basically. slap security. Yes. Man, please. <laughs> they wouldn't have had to do that. He'd slap me. Why you, you say that? What you saying? Uh, you ain't gonna need no committee. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to rename this show and everything. <laughs> they had to go to commercial break immediately. <laughs> it's no longer the Oscars no more. Oh no! Broke all them statues backstage. All dog. You wouldn't have no camera operators. Uh, what did they do? <laughs> I done broke the cameras and stuff at the Oscars. Yeah, it was wow. a mess. It was a mess. That was mm-hmm. a mess. Mm-hmm. I That's think a it's mess. just a, it ain't nothing going to happen. It's going to be old dry-ass Oscars. It's going to get right to on dry. back. They had a great Oscar going. It had a lot of great elements to it. And uh, it's going to get right on back to being the dry-ass Oscars. Mm-hmm. Watch. They had, Will, they had Will Packer, baby. I know. They had it. Man, it was going great. Yeah, and was. every you missed all the great moments because all we ended up talking about was the slap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it overshadowed a lot of big all awards. All female hosts. Yeah. The, all Regina of that. Regina Hall, yeah. Wanda mm-hmm. Sykes, Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. Beyonce opened the show, The Roots, it, The yeah. Award, all that. We lost yeah, all it that. It overshadowed yeah. all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We lost mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. I wish somebody would slap Trump like that. Just walk up there and just slap. <laughs> 
<laughs> Haste I hit my Oh, you know he has security. He's um, never in his life been in a physical altercation. Oh, no. Ever. Oh, Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Oh, uh, he's been rich. What? Well, who he been fighting? Been rich all He's been a rich boy his whole life. And they don't get into fights, you're saying? Hell no. Where? <laughs> Where? I heard of any. Rich people has been rich boys their whole life. Mm-hmm. Them the most feather dust group of men you'll ever meet in your life. Just a little <laughs> light. They, they don't fight. Somebody oh, always fights for them. They don't have nobody oh, fight. They fight Trump ain't things. never been in a physical altercation <laughs> in his life. He, I, 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 he'll go in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, let's talk about this um, award show, the... Uh, 16th annual Essence Black Women in Hollywood Awards that recognizes black women making their undeniable mark in film and television and forging forward their own definition of what it means to be black women in Hollywood. Black Women in Hollywood began as a 400-person luncheon 16 years ago and has expanded into an oasis of sisterhood and a safe space for black women to fully see, hear, and embrace one another. The awards will be held March 9th in L.A. and can be uh, live streamed on Essence.com. So that's really cool to honor black women. I love women. that. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will be mm-hmm. watching that. Oh, that for sure. Just, yes. yes. That's for one sure. event that I would I would love to host. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah, really, man, Steve? Okay, yeah. put it out there. Because yeah. I haven't asked to host anything. You know, I've never mm-hmm. asked. They never asked me to host. We did. Mm-hmm. Image Awards, I think me and... No, I don't know if I did. I don't think I've done Image No, it was BET Awards. Yeah, I don't think I've ever hosted Image Awards. They've never asked either, but that's cool. I mean, but... I would. That's the one award I show I would love to do to honor. Well, black one thing women. for sure, you love black women. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said one thing for sure, you love black women. <laughs> With everything sure. in me. Hello, and thank you for that. Yes, I'm talking about every fiber. The hate for us is out there. Every fiber in my body. Yes, sir. Thank you for. I love. I love y'all like I like cold water. (laughs) Thank you, and we love you too. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, the Dilbert comic strip is pulled from newspapers nationwide over racist comments from its creator. We'll be back to talk about it right after this. Now, <laughs> loser. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the comic strip Dilbert has been dropped by newspapers across the U.S. this week after its creator, Scott Adams, went on a racist tirade on his YouTube show, Real Coffee with Scott Adams. Adams' comments came in response to a poll by the conservative firm Rasmussen Reports that suggested that 53% of black Americans agreed that it's okay to be white. He said if nearly half of all black Americans are not okay with white people, then it's a hate group. Take a listen. If you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Uh, okay. Wow. Who said it right do you need to hear that again? His name is Scott Adams. He does the um, comic strip Dilbert. And it's in a lot of newspapers, or it was before they canceled him. Hey, Scott, whatever poll you got this from. Rasmussen Report. I think you need to, what was the polling question? 
Because if you're asking blacks, any blacks, have they ever had a problem with white, some white person somewhere? Mm-hmm. If black people think there's a problem with white people, the answer to both of those was going to be yes. And when blacks refer to white people, oftentimes they're talking about your policy. That's mm-hmm. really because there are a lot of super cool white people in this world. I done met a bunch of them. So the black people don't do that. They don't lump all whites together. No. Unlike some group? of you mm. who put all blacks together. Uh-huh. And I think that black people have been one of the most hated groups to ever set foot in this country. This We've been hated from the moment we landed here to this day. And then you have the audacity to turn around and say we are a hate group. Now, you need to rephrase that. We are a hated group, mm-hmm. but we're not a hate group. So what you want us to do is never respond to all the hate that gets showered upon us on a daily basis. Your ass think that what we're supposed to do is be okay with the treatment that we've received from this country with their policies, their laws, and the way we are done, and we're supposed to be okay with it, when you would not be okay with it for one day. Because let me ask you something, Mr. Whoever Your Name Is. Would you trade places with black people in this country? What? Mm. <laughs> Which black would you be willing to trade places for? Who? Which one of us you think you got a cool enough life you would give up your privileged existence and come and yes, have sir. our existence. You don't want none of this. No. Oh, not even you. Just leave, man. Get up out right. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after. Please. I think Sister Odell is here. I think I heard her. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she is here. Sister Odell in the building. You hear her. There she is. You've been in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, glory! Mm. My Lord, my Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Odell. Morning, Shirley, Carly, Mississippi Junior, Thomas. I don't want to waste too much time speaking. You know, y'all gives me the shout segment now. Well, oh. Sister Odell. That's Shirley's idea. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> she hates nothing but love. Nothing but love right here. She has never really cared for me. Oh, I just decided to kill her with kindness. That's why Aww. I stopped fooling with her. That's all I did, you know. Okay. So what's going on today? Well, here, here's something. I, I wanted you to come in for this because we were talking mm-hmm. about it. Nick Cannon, you know, has 12 children. 12 children, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon. Uh, well, he recently did an interview on Entertainment Tonight, and they asked him if he would have more children. His response was, quote, God decides when we're done, um, but I believe I definitely got my hands full. So I, I just wanted to know if you heard about that, and what are your thoughts on that? He says God decides when we're done. He is 12 already. Well, you know... <sighs> See these young kids now. Yes, ma'am. You know, you just need to stop blaming everything on the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Mm. Okay. You know, they got drug stores almost on every corner. Yes, ma'am. Oh. On the way over there, you didn't yes, think you'd want to stop? Pick up a little raincoat or something? <laughs> oh, Go on yeah. in there with some form of protection? Uh-huh. But, oh, yes, no. You're going to roll on up in there. Just naked. <laughs> and what you think was going to come. I just don't I just don't see it like that. I know your hands is full. Mm-hmm. Hand full, pocket empty. <laughs> you bleed well, money. You know, right? he he had some money. He hosts um girl, you know, girl, girl, Girls, girls. You yes. gotta pay taxes and you gotta pay twelve child support checks. Good great. I don't know what Good money y'all keep talking about. Well, a lot. Well, he, it he is a lot. The mask, but, but the, the mask singer. singer. Yeah. He's EP of Wild and Out and all that. Ain't that many Need masks. to put one of them masks on and go sit his ass down somewhere. <laughs> Worried about masks? Get a costume. He start wearing costume when you go over these little girls' house. Since <laughs> <laughs> she ain't gonna stop by the drugstore, put the costume on. You need something to block your little activity, son. <laughs> Twelve children. You ain't even sixty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve old as hell. He ain't got that many kids. <laughs> but you know, the statement kind of means that he might have more. You know, let him go ahead. Yeah, he left it open for that. Uh huh. Go did. ahead. Keep on trying to act like you a white man, like you Michael Douglas. Keep on having kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Michael, Michael Douglas. What's Michael Douglas is having kids when he was seventy. <laughs> white oh. men can do that. Black men ain't got no business oh. doing that. Just uh-huh. popping children off like your ass been to be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> you black, you know you got high blood pressure, and you said instead of making kids. <laughs> Don't make no sense. Cholesterol up everything. <laughs> then he be wearing a little tight rags wrapped around his head and everything. A turban. The Have turban you ever rocked I don't know. Have you ever rocked one, sister? Odell, when I get turban. out the shower. You do? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I tie my head up sometime before I press it before I go to church. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Oh, oh you okay. do your own hair. Okay. Okay. Oh, um. girl, I ain't got to go to no beauty salon. I've been doing my hair for, what now, about about 92 years now. My 92? Oh. Uh-huh. Don't nobody they don't oh. even know how to do this no more. Oh. I still put a conk in my head. <laughs> oh. Ain't nobody done that since Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sister Odell. Coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. He got to laugh at himself. I see. Michael Mix, who that was good? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, you need to know what you're getting into. Okay, mm. that is the subject. We'll find out what that's all about right after this. But it is now time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Nephew, what well, you You know get? you need to know what you're getting yourself into when yes, you're listening you to these pranks. Now You mm-hmm. need to know what you're getting yourself into. You might want to pull over. Tommy got one this morning. Here it is. Surrogate mother. Surrogate. Sounds yeah. harmless, right? Reasonable, Sounds harmless. harmless. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, nice, nice. All right, cat dog, let's go. Surrogate Hello. mother. Yeah, um, Roderick, please, can, I, can I speak to Roderick? Yeah, it's Roderick. Hey, uh, this is Calvin, man. How you doing? I go to the same church y'all go to. 
Okay. I got your number from one of the guys at the church, man. They they told me that if I wanted to talk to you, I could I could reach out to you or whatever. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How can I help? Your your wife, man. Does she? I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but she seems to be real fit. Does she does she work out all the time? Yeah, she go to the gym every once in a while, bro. Yeah. Who who, who is this, bro? Like I said, my name Calvin, man. We go to the same church. Listen, me and my wife been trying for a long time, man, to actually have some kids. And to be honest with you, Roderick, man, it just, it just ain't happening, dog. I mean, we've been trying and trying, but what I'm trying to do now is just find another type of way to make this happen. Now, you say your wife is, is, is in good condition, right? My wife is in good condition, brother. What what does she got to do with you and your wife trying to have a baby? She, you know, now y'all already got kids, don't you? Y'all got like, from what the brother at the church told me, y'all got three kids, right? Yeah, we got three. I got two boys and a girl. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. I was hoping that I could find somebody, a female, that would be a good surrogate mother. A what? You you know, what I'm saying is, like, because my wife, I mean, you know, we want to have kids, man. We want to have oh, a family. Oh, oh, hold on, brother. You just said you tra- you're looking for a surrogate mother, and the brother of the church told you to call me? Well, no, no, no. Ain't nobody tell me to actually call you. I, I asked them about... You and your wife, you know, I asked them for your phone number so I could actually call you myself, man. Wait a minute. So you've been, you've been eyeing my wife? No, 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 no. Not, I ain't been I, See, you're looking at it wrong. Listen, what I was saying oh. is that your, your wife just seems like a healthy, healthy person. I want to be able to have a healthy child, man. I really do, man. That, me and my wife, we... we Listen, you called me about my wife and you want her to be a surrogate mother for you. I don't even know why we on the phone, brother. Here's the real deal, man. Me and my wife, we can't have kids. We tried and tried and tried. And, you know, biologically, we've just been going through it and going through it, man. And I was just, you know, I've seen your wife. She's healthy. I see y'all at church all the time. And I was just, like, reaching out, man. Maybe somebody wouldn't mind being the surrogate mother for, for, for me and my wife so we can have a child. I think you're surrogate mother. I'm, I, I mean, hold on, brother. You calling me to see if my wife can be a surrogate mother to your child? Dog, and I, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, you know you what, I, and, 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 I think you hey. lost your mind, brother. <sighs> Out of all the members in the church, you calling me to get my wife to have your baby? Dog, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. It I know it sounds crazy. But I'm right just... ignorant, brother. I'm sorry? You sound ignorant. Man, there's so many places to go adopt a baby. I can take you down to the county courthouse and show you kids need to adopt right now. But you can go to Africa like 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 all the rest of them people and go find you a baby. You're going to call me and my wife? There's 20,000 members in this church. Do you know how stupid you sound, brother? No, no, br- brother, brother. I, and, man, listen, man, I'm not trying to come across like that, man. Well, how are you trying to come across, brother? You done done it. Just hear me out, man. I don't want you to. Man, go, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. We looking for a surrogate mother. We look, we we seen your your wife, and we thought she'd be a great surrogate mother. And I know it sounds crazy for me to pick you out of all the people that go to the church. I understand that, man. I mm-hmm. do. But listen, we would love for your wife to be the surrogate mother, and we willing to pay for this, man. This ain't about. But listen to me, if you don't mind, we don't want to do this with no test tubes and all that, where they they mix my seed with her with with, with her egg. We want to do this naturally. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to repeat what the 
like you just said, man. You you, you got to understand a real man want to do want to do it you, realistically. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. You, I did, brother, hold on, hold on, brother. You, are you telling me that you want to have sex with my wife? But I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you want to have me a, lose all my Christianity right now, brother. You want to have a baby the real way, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn having the fake way. You tell me you want to lay down in a bed with my. Wife? But dog, you already got three kids. Think about the people that can't have them, man. Don't go adopt the baby, man. Take your down and go adopt the damn baby. Cause you didn't go see a damn psychiatrist. Bro, bro my well, I don't want to have your baby. Do you know what you sound like? Dog, you crazy? I, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. How did how did you get my number, man? Listen how to did me. you get my number? I got your number for one of the brothers at the church. Now listen, I'm gonna just be real with you, like a man. I wanted to come at you first. And talk to you like a man and see, you know, if you was cool with the proposition. But look, come Sunday, I'm going to go to your wife and just talk to her. What? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to talk to your wife and see if you lost your mind. I told you to answer no. Now you tell me you're going to go around me and I What you ain't going to do is talk to my wife. You yeah, call I'm my telling wife. you right now. I'm talking to your wife. You call my wife. Okay? I'm going to tell you what's really going to happen. I'm you call my wife. Your wife next Sunday. I'm not going to sit and go through this with and you back and forth. I'm talking to her next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm going to whoop your You ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm going to whoop your Me and my wife, we deserve a child too. You ain't you ain't going to stand in the middle of this. I'm going to in the middle of this. You lost your mind. You talk to my wife next week you want to. I got one more thing I want to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say what the you gotta say so you can get off my phone. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. What? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> this is this. Listen, man, who this is, is this man? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> man. I'm- I'm over here, man. My head is spinning. <laughs> you all right, man? You got me calling, brother. I'm I'm ready to fight, brother. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, big dog. What, what, what is up, man? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all got me this morning, man. Y'all got me, man. Come on, baby. <laughs> Ooh, wee. You know, a real man want to have his baby the right way. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You want to you want to conceive the right way. So, you got don't be selfish, man. I get mean, that's, that's right what way. Yeah. You want to have sex with you don't want man's wife. Test tube, all this artificial. No, no, man. We going to do this the right way. You know. Oh my goodness. Give me a couple of hours, man. Let me a couple of hours let me knock this out. Don't don't get it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do. That. Don't, don't, you wrong don't for that. Yeah, you ain't got to, you ain't got to be like that. You ain't got to. Be like that. <laughs> but you was about to cry going off on him. Oh, you got to. You got to go all the way in, Carla. You got to go all the way. In. Be be committed to what you're doing. It's important. <laughs> to the stupidity of it all. It's important. <laughs> all right. You want more stupidity? We got stupidity yeah. coming up for your April Fool's Comedy Jam number six. Oh yeah. Here it is, Kia, Junior Boy Spates gonna be on the stage. Rodney what? Perry on the stage. Dominique what? on the stage. Hosted by yours truly and headlined by one of the queens of comedy, the one and only Monique. That is April 1st, Dallas, Texas, Saturday night. Texas Trust Theater. Tickets on sale right now. You looking for some fools? There's a lineup of fools. It don't get no sweeter than that. What if what if we did this as a tour? You think that would work as a tour, Tom? 
Oh, if the money right, Junior, I will listen to the conversation. If the money is right, yes. Y'all having a meeting on the air? Yeah, we having a meeting. Right here, right now. It's got to be right. Okay. You have a Allison, you heard uncle. me. I said it. Yeah. All right, coming up next, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject. You need to know what you're getting into. <laughs> we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, I'm Ruby, the remote receptionist who makes small businesses feel like giants. We answer all your calls live from right here in the U.S. We take messages, answer questions, route calls, and more 24-7. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better, because we specialize in turning every ring into a relationship. Experience Ruby for yourself and see why thousands of businesses trust us to represent them over the phone. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844 844- 900 R-U-B-Y. Grow your business with Ruby. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. Mm-hmm. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, you need to know what you're getting into. Dear Stephen Shirley, my brother has been married for almost a year, and it's been a rough year for him and our family. He met her online, and she ended up being an old friend of one of our cousins, and before they got married, our cousin told him not to marry this girl. To make matters worse, she shoved me and put me out of my brother's house. Before the wedding, she told my brother that she was getting liposuction on her tummy and it would take three days to recover. She went out of town and came back eight days later with a bigger booty and she had a breast lift. She came back with, um, like I said, a new body, a whole new body, and he didn't speak to her during the recovery. I don't know what made him stick with her and go through with the wedding after that. He said that she told him she didn't need his consent to do anything to her body, but now she needs his help with all the medical bills that keep piling up because she's been having a lot of complications from her booty implants. She does not have any feelings in her left cheek, and I think it's karma. My brother keeps complaining to me and our parents, and our solution is to tell her to kick rocks, but he won't. A lot of things aren't what they seem with her. She's always been the type to jump from man to man for money, according to our cousin. With everything that's going on in the world now, there should be a database of men and women, so we will know what we're getting into. It's like the Carfax system for people. My sister-in-law clearly has self-esteem issues and needs to love herself before she can love my brother. I'm not trying to be in her business, in their business, but... 
it's a lot for my brother to deal with. And on top of that, he hasn't had sex in five months. What should he do? Well, I think he should stop telling uh, you guys all of his business, okay? That's first. That's what I would tell him first. Uh, this is his wife. This is his marriage. Love it or hate it. Your cousin told him not to marry this woman before they got married. He didn't listen. I don't think he listened at the time because this is who he wanted, and he did what he wanted to do like most grown people do. Uh, <laughs> now that he's in it, he needs to man up and either try to make it work with the new booty or get a divorce. If he's staying in it, it should be between him and wifey what happens. She probably does have a lot of medical bills for all the work she's had done. But your brother is certainly under no obligation to pay them. Uh, that body makeover, like she said, didn't need his consent. But now she needs his money to help pay for it. This is a mess. Uh, the fact that he hasn't had sex in five months after only being married a year, that's bad. I, I think that's bad. But you shouldn't even know that. Why do you know that, sister and the family? Why? Because he's telling you guys everything. And of course you care because he's your brother. But but there's nothing you can do, sister, about any of this. So my advice to you is to stay out of it and let them work it out. Steve? Met the girl online. <laughs> Here we go. Another horror story of something <laughs> gone wrong online. Yes. Now, there are a lot of success stories, too. I read a survey that says 65% of all marriages now come from online dating services. Okay. So there are some success rates. Problem we're having right now is too many cooks in the kitchen. I tell people all the time, best way to get married and stay married is to form a two-handed circle. Took me a while to figure it out and learn it, but uh, me and Marjorie make all the decisions now. And the kids have no vote. We don't have a democracy. We have a, uh, a, a dictatorship, and it works out just fine. It's a monarchy. I'm the king. She's the queen. That's what we have. All right. This guy right here, like Shirley says, tells every damn thing that's going on. He met a girl online. Turns out that the girl is an old friend of one of y'all's cousins, and before they got married, your cousin told him, don't marry this girl. Then she goes right into this the next statement. To make matters worse, she shoved me and put me out my brother's house. Hmm. Now, let's stop for just a moment. Okay. What did you do to make her shove you and put you out your brother's house, which is her house now? See, <laughs> that's where you're wrong. Ain't your brother's house. Hmm. You get married, it's her house. She shoved you. Why? Because you was in that time. This is my brother's house. You ain't got nothing. Uh -uh. See, see you, you part of this problem here. So you got shoved and put out. And guess what? You left. You get put out. And you know how I know she left? Because she said, and she put me out. Uh -huh. Which means she had the right to. And your brother couldn't say nothing. So now we got a woman that's writing this letter that don't like this girl. So the whole letter is based around that. Before the wedding, she told your brother she was getting liposuction on her tummy, and it's going to take three days. She went out of town and came back eight days later with a bigger booty, and she had a breast lift. She came back with a new body, and he didn't speak to her during her recovery. I don't know what made him stick with her and go through with the wedding after that. 
You don't know. You don't know why he stuck with her and went through the wedding after that. Bigger breasts and a bigger booty. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't see how he went through with it. I don't see how he could have not. Hold the thought. Hold it. Hold the thought. Um, <laughs> we'll have part two of today's strawberry letter response from Steve coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's strawberry letter subject: You need to know what you're getting into. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, the subject: You need to know what you're getting into. Yeah, you do. Uh, this lady's writing this letter because his brother met this woman online and married her. Now, cousin knew her before, old friend, forewarned the guy not to marry her. Then right after that, the woman that's writing the letter tells us that, and the other thing is she has shoved her and put her out of her brother's house. Now, you went over there doing something, running your mouth, got up in the girl's face. She married. It ain't your brother's house no more. It's her house. And you got shoved. And then you said she put you out. And the reason she put you out, because she had the right to. And guess what? You left. So then what'd you do? You left and you went to the house and started typing and wrote us. <laughs> Immediately afterwards? Immediately, because you're trying to get some damn support. <laughs> then here come the facts, you say. She told your brother that she was going to get a tummy tuck and she would be at liposuction. She'd be out of town for three days. She was going eight days and she came back with a bigger booty and a breast lift. She came back with a whole new body. He didn't speak to her during the recovery. I don't know what made him stick with her or go through with the wedding after that. What? <laughs> you don't one, know. Because when she please. came back, he saw her and went, God. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Apple bottom make him want to bite. <laughs> Apple bottom make him want to bite. Yeah. That boy said, I got to marry her now. It's more of everything. <laughs> well, now, then she says, he says she told him, uh, and then, uh, like, like you said, you don't know what made him go through with the wedding. He says she told him she didn't need his consent to do anything with her body. But now she needs his help with all the medical bills piling up because she even have a lot of complications from her booty implants. All right now. What does that mean? All right now. We have you must trouble. Have the biggest one they had, dog. With the booty implants. You know why you have them? Why? Because that ain't your booty. <laughs> mm. See, these women that are getting all these booty implants, y'all need to start running some tests. See, when you go to get a kidney transfer and stuff like that, they run tests to make sure oh. that the kidney or the organ is compatible, compatible with the donor. You do that all the time. Okay. Uh-huh. Y'all need to find out, does your body reject silicone? Uh-huh. Does your body accept Fix-A-Flat? Can you jam Botox in your booty? Does your body respond to styrofoam? Do you need to start looking into down and stuff like that? Maybe you need down, like duck feathers. Like, you, like a, uh, a comforter? Yeah, you got to do something. Now, you done run out here and got some booty implants that don't fit your body. Now you got medical procedure. K. Michelle told y'all. Yeah. 
Uh, they done been, they got documentaries on it right now. They keep telling y'all, but y'all keep going to get these asses so y'all can get on anyway. Instagram and walk and look back <laughs> over your shoulder. Cardi B said something too about it recently, didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's and now you say anymore. she don't have any feelings in her left cheek, and I think it's karma. I can't stand when people try to make everything karma. You know, they the judge and jury. My brother keeps complaining to me and our parents, and our solution is tell her to kick rocks. I'm thinking divorce. But he won't. A lot of a lot of things aren't what they seem with her. She's always been the type to jump from man to man for money, according to our cousins. According to your cousins. You don't like the woman ever since she pushed your ass. That's what this whole damn letter about. She pushed you and put your ass out the house. And you went right to the house and started taping, typing Steve Hallmore on the show. And now we got email. Yeah, immediately. And now you want to tell it all. Then she says, uh, that should be a database of men and women so we will know what we're getting into. It's like the Carfax system for people. Well, it ain't one. It ain't one, and it ain't going to be one. Now, dating sites put flags on certain profiles, men who are womanizers and stuff like that. They got that. My sister-in-law clearly has self-esteem issues and needs to love herself before she can love my brother. I'm, now, here's the part. That I'm trying not to be in their business. No, you ain't. No. But it's a lot for my brother to deal with. And on top of that, he ain't had sex in five months. Now, I want you to listen to this whole What's statement, and I'm going to make a statement. I'm trying not to be in their business, but uh, it's a lot for my brother to deal with. And on top of that, he ain't had sex in five months. You know what I got to say? None of this is true. What do you mean? Nothing you said in that statement is true. You ain't trying to stay out their business. Oh, yeah. You done wrote a whole letter with nothing but their business. Ain't none of what you do in this damn letter. <laughs> All this letter is about they damn business. Mm-hmm. So stop lying. And then he ain't had sex in five months. That's another lie. <laughs> that is a lie right here. That's a lie. Now, your brother ain't telling you everything. Your brother having sex somewhere. Oh. Five months for what? You done bought all this booty and breast back up in here, and we ain't doing nothing with it. <laughs> Sitting here paying all these medical bills. i tell you what. Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM, and uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast <laughs> on demand. Coming up next, it is Junior with Sports Talk. <laughs> we'll hear from him right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Well, well, here it is. Tomorrow, NFL Combine starts tomorrow in Indianapolis. Mm. Hey, man, down in, hey, man, let's see what's happening. Tommy, this was us. We may not get him, though. C.J. Stroud, we may not get him. Because uh, uh, the Bears are looking to move the number one Chicago. pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're looking to move the number one pick, man. And what, guess what's who the won't Texans it? pick? Oh, two. Two? two. Number two? Yeah, we number two. Yeah. So who, who they want to move him to? Uh, who who Chicago want to move him to? Well, well, the Colts want the number one pick, and they oh, want to move. Colts ain't got nothing to get. Yeah, well, they want to give these picks to get you know C.J. Stroud or or Bryce Young. They want one of these quarterbacks. That, that doesn't matter. We got to get one of the other time. That's why we, we got. We're gonna get one of them. We got to get one Dog, of them. Dog, y'all number two. Yeah, we got to yeah. get one of them. Y'all's choice is simple. Whoever left. 
That's not who we We want Bryce Young. But whoever left. Bryce Young or you want CJ Stroud? Yeah. One of them going to go number one. Y'all get the other one. Well, yeah, whatever. Nah, 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 nah. nah, we don't want that. Uh, what all the noise is you making? If I ask you what you want, we want a Super Bowl in Cleveland. <laughs> Here we go. Nobody give a yeah, damn yeah. about what you want. <laughs> we want, we want to win and see. You don't take I'll what take, they give you. <laughs> well, 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 we want, we want who we want. We want Bryce Young. That's who well, we you're want. not going. You, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's his Shut anger? Up, what are you mad his about, His anger, Steve? he mad about our pick. I don't uh, know why he mad about He's sitting up in here talking about what he want. <laughs> well, why are you mad about that, Steve? No, because I want what? a billion dollars. Oh, Hello, okay. don't you want 10 million? Yeah, yeah, I want 10 million. Okay. Yeah. Right. Do you have okay. it right now? Hell no. You know I but got But you still it. want it, don't you? <laughs> Judy yeah, said you know now, I let me ask you a question. <laughs> Would you take 100,000? I'm, I'm taking that now. Why are you waiting on the 10? If I gave you 100000 would you take it? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's the damn quarterback y'all fitting to get. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Junior, please man, continue with your sport. I, I was it's trying over. to, man. We done. 30 seconds left now, but I see what he's saying. But dunk, that's not that's not fair. We want what we want. Fair. Quit debating <laughs> with him, Junior. Why is you yeah, debating with him? Because he always make it seem like it's just fair. about him and Cleveland. Get him no. out your segment it's and quit not debating fair. with him. <laughs> yeah, it's not fair. I don't even like The debate continues you, but, off the yeah, air. Thank you, Junior. We'll have a few questions from Steve Harvey FM when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wouldn't it be great if for every customer call you missed, you were given a second chance to make that connection? With Ruby, you don't have to hope for a second chance. Ruby is the remote receptionist company who screens, transfers, and takes messages 24-7, all while making your customers feel special. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better. See why thousands of businesses trust us to enhance their customers' experiences. Never miss a customer call again. Visit ruby.com or better yet call us at 844-900-RUBY Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, Steve, this is from Steve Harvey FM. This is from Jay in Tennessee. Uh, Jay writes, my wife and I have been married for a couple of years, and most of the women in her family are single or divorced, so I'm usually the man anyone calls when they need help with something. I helped her cousin move by myself because she had no one else to call. Her cousin's house was dirty, and that made the process much longer. After all of that, she only paid me $20. Should I go off or let it be? Well, you'd have moved it now. You're not finna get yeah. no more money. And that's probably all she had, huh? Yeah. See, what you got to do is stop saying yes. See, mm-hmm. 
quit answering your phone. Stop answering his phone, you said? Remember something about emergency. Man, call me. I, this emergency. Always, when you get an emergency phone call and it ain't one of your kids or your parents, mm-hmm. wait 48 hours before you return that call. And then when you call them after 48 hours, go, oh, man, I just saw this. Everything good? You all right, man? And then they go, they're going to go, huh? Yeah, dog, you said it was emergency. Let me explain something to you. All emergencies go away after 48 hours. Yes, they do. Yeah. All emergencies go away after 48 hours. Yeah, they do. Just don't pick up. So I wait 48 hours when I get them urgent calls. Uh-huh. And I act like I'm on the spot. Man, I just saw this. You all right? They don't even know what you're talking about. Man, I heard you had an emergency. Are you comfortable telling this? Yeah. Should yeah. you lie on but, the cover? No, I ain't got no problem. But when people call you and they have an emergency, yeah. they really need you. You're not going to help. If you're yeah. not my now child, they're gonna know you're, you're not doing. my child or my wife, uh-huh. you need to get to fixing this emergency. If you didn't have <laughs> no, my number, what would you do? Okay. Mm. okay. See, because guess what they're going to do? They're going to fix that emergency. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what, Unc? You, you done did that to me a couple times. Absolutely. What, not answered you for two days? Yeah, because I go in the hospital on Monday. He don't never call yeah, to you. Yeah, but I know in your voice. Hey, Mm-mm. what's going on? You good? What? Uh, boy? Dog, uh, man, let me, man, you sound uh, horrible, boy. Let me call you back. He just leave right there. That's uh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He'll yeah. do it. That's him. Hey, uh. Uh. Yeah. Did he do that? He really yeah. do. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He did call me can't. once. I was laying there. Never called. I was nah. going to ask you that. Never time. called How you, How many times did he call you? Nah. He never called you? you talked to I my called wife. his he wife, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Called his wife, text, checked on him, asked mm-hmm. what she needs. But it was 48 hours, though. You know he has a thing about that. Well, see, you know, it, you know I'm, it, was not, it wasn't no emergency. I knew he was in there, so... I just call, check, you know, if they need anything. Stop you know, talking. You You're making it so work. Yes, I Stop talking. I don't care how you feel about me. You know, I, ain't no doctor. I knew he was in there. What? What is I'm going to go down there for? I don't know how to read no medical chart or nothing. What? You know, I don't ask know you to be the doctor. Read the I don't read charts. I don't know how to uh, put in chemo. I don't know none of that. Chemo? Yeah. You know, so all I. Dog, I can pray for you. Wait and a minute, ask you if you need some money. That's all I got up. for you. Let me ask you something. Huh? Are you capable of sitting in hospital rooms? Are you capable of doing that? Not if you're not my wife or my child. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I can't do it. I, I stick my head in your door, man. Check on you. Make sure you're good. But I can't stay that long. I don't take no seat in the hospital. No, sir. No, so I stand the whole time. Now, so does this, does this go both trust ways? Me, trust me, that seat ain't comfortable anyway. If, God forbid if you ever landed in the hospital for whatever reason, and we certainly hope that doesn't happen. But just for clarity, I was. What, how do you want? What do you want us to do? Do you want us do to wait with forty-eight yeah, hours? I would come up there. I don't really expect nobody to come by there. I would come by there. Huh? You know, yeah, but of course we can't. We, 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 we are not you. We well, I'm telling you right now, everybody work for me. I'm gonna have so much stuff in that hospital room. It's kind of hard to gonna be hard to get in there because the last time I went in the hospital, I bought in flat screen TVs, crock pots. I was in there cooking. I was in there cooking and everything. <laughs> Cause ain't no seasoning on the food. I, I went into the hospital with salt and pepper. <laughs> I had soul seasoning, Lyris, McCormick. Thank God we have to go. I had all that in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Her, what's in that bag? Don't touch the damn bag. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to CNBC experts, shorter people can expect to live longer based on the health and body chemistry that they have. Hell yeah, because they ain't got to duck out the way or nothing. I'll be back. I'm going to go get some tea. Uh, oh, you're going to listen to this story. story. We're going to be here a minute, man. You know what? It's good. We're in the air. You Why can't walk you leaving? away. Yeah, this is not he about. He can go through doorways. He can walk up under, like, you know, when you got to see a pay phone, you can walk right up a under that. A pay phone? Yeah, you walk under pay phones. There are no pay phones. You ain't got to duck to go under no ladder. You can just walk your ass right on by there, you know. Tell me, th- climb in the bouncy house with it. the kids. I ain't got to bend over, just jump right on in. This has nothing to do with you, Tommy. Research shows that individuals, well, with smaller well, bodies, did? have lower death rates and fewer diet related chronic diseases, especially well, middle aged people. That's um, middle aged, that's him. Yeah. He run all day, he in good ass shape. See, you ain't got to worry about nothing happening to him. <laughs> This information has sparked a big debate on Twitter because shorter people finally feel like they they're being acknowledged for their they height should. as a positive they and not it's a, good a negative. Thing to be short. You know, you there got you go. less body for illness to attach yourself to. Oh my god! That's what you got out of that. That's what you got out of that. We'll have more of yeah. the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Stand tall, Tommy. At thirty-three minutes after the hour. And all that. 33 minutes after the hour, we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. I'd rather not. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have a boogie in your nose or food stuck in your front tooth? Which one? (laughs) Ew and ew. You can get that out. Yeah. Yeah, you can explain that. But yeah, you, yeah, someone would have to tell you that though. Yeah, we don't. I right. don't want, we, we, don't, we don't like doing childish ass. Would you rather? So, you know. <laughs> would you? Ra- oh, you don't. <laughs> would you rather have long toes or would you rather have baby teeth, little bitty hey, teeth? Hey, yeah. Long toes. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna go with long toes. Yeah. Them little chicklets. I don't want that. I don't want them little, <laughs> little corn teeth. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. You want the, you want the long toes. Boy, I smile too much. <laughs> we smile for a living. Yeah, all your damn you... teeth the exact same. Can't. Little bitty ass little teeth look like corn. <laughs> you can't you have rather... big lips and little teeth. You can't do that. <laughs> one of those. We would never yeah. have your teeth. Because would... you'll never teeth. see them. Then I'd be smiling. Yeah. You won't even know it. <laughs> Where are his teeth? That's you visual. won't know it. <laughs> Yeah. Would you rather travel? Ah, ah, young to, to have no teeth. Would you rather travel every week for three months or not leave the house at all? I'd have done that my whole life. That's my career. That's yeah. all of us. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Traveling every every this. week. We ain't used to that Can't break at home. Staying at home mm-hmm. all you know. time. Oh man. So well, you would rather COVID, travel? Is that what you're saying? I'd rather travel. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, in 2020, yeah. COVID. Oh, I was at the house. Yeah. That's why I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I could get out, I got what? out. God. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, 
Would you rather He's get so quality good. sleep every night or have great sex every night? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna get some some sleep after the sex. I'd rather yeah. have quality yeah. sex. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you get good sex, you gonna get knocked out. <laughs> that sleep come right after. Oh, you finna get some sleep. <laughs> sleep me. That's a win-win. Oh, hell yeah. win-win. Wait a Did you just say sleep me? Yes. Yeah. Sleep, sleep me. me. <laughs> All right, yes. last one, oh. guys. Would you rather live with seven small dogs or with three wives? Mm. Dogs, huh? Oh no! Oh no! No! The dog. Oh no! I want them dogs. Oh hell no! You want the dogs? I want them damn dogs. Seven? Oh no! Hell yeah! I'm not Mm -hmm. finna hear all this. What's wrong with three wives? Hell no! You can hold them up there. I'm with them dogs. Sister wives? Mm -mm. No, no. The one I got don't act right. They got a new show. The hell I'm finna be in it. I'm not finna do these. I'm, I'm finna do these dogs. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm finna right. speak dog. I'm finna speak dog. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Look. <laughs> That's today's round of Would You Rather. Okay. And uh, we'll be back with our uh, last break of the day and close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after yeah. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated. Customers are the lifeblood of all business. Do you really want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot? We're Ruby, the team of remote receptionists who answer all your calls and chats live. We take messages, transfer calls, answer questions, and treat everyone like your most valuable customer. We are real people who really care. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us at 844 R-U-B-Y. Grow your business with Ruby. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Wednesday. Steve's back and in rare form as usual. Yeah. <laughs> Craziness. Hey, you know what? Uh, what? Play, can, you, can you play that excerpt that that guy did? Scott Adams, the Dilbert yeah. creator. Mm-hmm. Can we play that? If you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. You know, after you played that, I went online. I went online and I found it, and I listened to his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not even the worst of it. You know, he was talking about what all he's done for black people, and he's just over it. He said he's not doing anything else for black people. These are my closing remarks today. So this guy. It's going through all of this rhetoric about how he feels. You know, it's amazing. Can I can I say something? Can I say something? And I'm not speaking for black people, but I'm speaking as a black person. And I've been black 66 years. I done had full doses of black. I grew up in segregation. I went to all black elementary, all black junior high, all black high school. There wasn't a white person living in miles of my house. I had no interaction with them, but I knew them all so well. When I got jobs, I worked with them. Some of the teachers were there. 
And so I grew up, I'm, I'm old enough to tell you a lot about this. Can I tell you something? We sick and tired of racism. We are exhausted from it. So whoever this dude is right here that's talking about you tired of helping blacks and you're over it, you've been over it. As a matter of fact, as I listened to your whole interview, what have you done for black people? I've never heard of you. Ah, you've not extended yourself to help anybody. And for you to make the statements you make, it just further lets me know how far we are from getting this thing right. You think that white people should just move away from black people. Really? Really? Why? Why? Because we free now? Wasn't nobody moving when we were slaves. You was buying us, remember that? You was making purchases. You was trading us. You was mistreating us then, and you mistreating us now. And then you got the nerve to blame it on us. You got the audacity to say out of a survey, and you say people took it the wrong way, that most black people don't like white people. That's not true. Most black people don't like white policies. That's what we don't like. We don't like when you take your privilege and you extend it only to yourself. That's what we don't like. We don't like when you assume that you have the right to certain things just because of the color of your skin, and we don't deserve it because of the color of ours. See, that's what we sick of. And we sick of people like you to keep thinking you've done so damn much for us. Oh, really? So this last statement you made, what, what does that help? It just further helps with the divide. And this divide ain't closed in no time soon. So I'm sick of you. And if you the white people you talking about, I'm sick of you and your kind. If you are a person and you think like him, you damn skippy, we sick of you. Wouldn't you be sick of us? Huh? Let's reverse this for a minute. Suppose you were constantly suffered under voter suppression. Suppose you and your children were constantly faced with police brutality. Suppose the men in your race were constantly being shot, unarmed by us. And then you said, you see a video every day, I watch his whole thing, of a black person beating the crap out of a white person. Let's talk about that for a second. It's always you saw a video of a black person beating a white person. What did that white person do? What did he say to them black people? What did he assume? See, it ain't just black people walking around jumping on white folks. Man, you can stop all that. Because I got way more videos of y'all doing stuff to us than you got of us doing to y'all. I got way more videos than that. So look, man, when people like you come out the woodwork talking about what you don't, you ought to move away from black people, bye, 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 bye. Because we ain't going nowhere. We keep trying to make the best of a bad situation. We keep trying to fit into this country that don't want us in it. We keep trying to partake of the Constitution that obviously was not written or intended for us. And you sick of us. 
like I said, it ain't that we sick of white people. We sick of white policy. And that's your entire constitution. Because that don't apply to us at all. Let's start with that piece of paper and work down from that. And oh, by the way, Governor DeSantis too. And mm. George Wallace. And mm. Ted Cruz. And I just the list go on. Lindsey Graham, it go on and on. Donald Trump, all y'all. We sick of all y'all. Ta-da! For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.